may not have a film fixation, but we're here for a noir education. Beebity boo, doot doodle doo, deep da pow. Welcome to a real education noir. I am Melissa, and I am here with Tanya, and we have a special guest star dun, 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 named Matt Kesson. Hi, I was on episode fifty Godzilla because I know stuff about Godzilla, but I don't know stuff about what we're about to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was actually on the regular real education. Oh, this, this is, is this is the oh, spin-off. This is the spin-off. Yes, yes, of course. Which yes, is, which is why this is a, a noir film that we're going to oh, watch today. Oh, now I understand. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's it's all one big happy family anyway. So Excellent. It, it's good. It works the same way. Very good. Uh, so, dear listeners, we are at the theater. We are at the Heights Theater in Columbia Heights, Minnesota. Yay! In, in the lobby right now, you might be able to hear a little bit of organ music happening in the main room because there is a live organist. Which is amazing. Yes. Which is an awesome thing. And, you know, there are crystal chandeliers and all that. It's a pretty it swank place. Lovely. There, there's like a, a, a beautiful grand piano here. It's sweet. Anyway, um, we are here to watch a movie called Desert Fury. Yes, starring Burt Lancaster. Did I make that up? Oh, no, you did no, not. No, I didn't. Okay. I, I, you I know more than me. I looked it up good. before I came here. <laughs> Cheater. And then forgot everything. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Burt Lancaster is in it among, amongst other people. Yes. Um, there is also... Yeah, I, I should just let the, the surprise sit. So, uh, Tanya, do you know anything about it? Uh, it it's not... Uh, uh, this movie is not a, a skirmish in the Middle East. Oh, okay, very good. I, I believe you're correct about that, because I have never seen this movie either. So, we're all it three nudes. mutual nude. A mutual education. A mutual all education. three of us. So, Yay! yes, in, in February and March, the Heights Theater traditionally shows a, a film noir series, and this year the theme is noir in color. So, I do know this movie is in color. Aha! Good call. There Excellent. You go. I bet there is a love interest. I'm pretty sure you are correct about that, because I, I saw women and men in the cast when I looked it up on IMDb. I understand it's, a, it's sort of a noir western, am I out of my Ooh. mind? I, I believe you are correct. That okay. makes sense. I yeah, guess. Given the hence, title. Yeah. Hence the desert. Yes. 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 And there, there's at least one silent film star Ooh. Oh. In, in this movie, so uh, yeah, I think I'll just leave it at that, because uh, you know I'll, I'll tread Buster into Keaton, waters. Buster Keaton, Buster Keaton. It's not Buster Keaton. It's not Buster Damn Keaton. Damn it. Counter lock, counter lock, counter lock. <laughs> but you, but uh, dear sir, you are correct about Burt Lancaster. So. Okay, very good. And Yay! we are we are fans of Burt Lancaster. We here are because uh, Burt Lancaster painted easy. in gold is in our wheelhouse. Yes, because that is something that apparently and, happened. And also, Burt Lancaster being really skeezy. Well, yes, yes, yes. Because sweet smell of success. Or yes, yes. So which Burt Lancaster will it be tonight? Skeezy Burt Lancaster, Golden Burt Lancaster, Three Foot Tall Burt Lancaster. The Ooh. possibilities are endless. Very true. Burt Lancaster so, in a cowboy hat. Mm, I could get into that. Yeah. Yep. yeah. All right. So, dear listeners, we're going to go into the, the movie theater, and we're going to watch Desert Fury. And we hope uh, you also track down a copy of Desert Fury and join us. And we will be back after this interlude to uh, discuss the film. Yay! Yay! Bye! Bye.
that was a movie that happened. Yes. It definitely happened. It happened a lot. All over the place. <laughs> Desert Fury, not the other kind of fury. Yes. Um, <laughs> not a more human fury. No, no. Not. It, Although it her wasn't... cheeks were awful puffy. Yeah. Um, what was that? It I rained... Thought... It rained a lot in this movie. I'm just going to say that. Um, it rained a lot true. for a movie that is in the desert. Yes. And, of course, I believe that is definitively not how a desert works. I mean, there's, well, you know... Well, I mean... I mean, there, hot... I mean, when what? it does rain in the desert, it rains a lot. Oh, does it? Okay. Yeah, it, All right. When it, when it does actually decide to rain, it's like... <sighs> All right. So, I mean, that's... But, like, that's three times it in rained. one movie? Yeah. Uh, um, well, this was... A uh, global warming. This was a noir. <laughs> this was in the 50s. This was a noir desert. This... Well, there was an industry in the 50s. You know, there was global warming happening. This was a noir desert, and it has to rain sometimes if it's, <laughs> if it's noir. So, yeah. So, we saw a movie called uh, called Desert Fury, and it had some characters in it. And, uh... They, they deserted. They were, yeah. And, <laughs> Yeah, and so, deserted. The main character was Paula Heller, yes. played by Elizabeth something or other. Scott. Not Elizabeth, but rather Elizabeth. Elizabeth, yeah. Uh, Scott. It's, it's, she's very efficient by not having that extra Absolutely, bottle. yeah. Hemingway asking its economy. And, uh, <laughs> she was in love with Burt Lancaster. Sort of. Who played... Uh, who was played the Tom. good boy. Tom Hansen. Yeah, cop. The first time, the first time they said his name, I thought they said his name was Tom Hats, which I thought was a pretty good name. But no, Tom Hansen. Oh. Um, That's Tom Handsome. Uh, Tom Handsome would be good. He had magnificently tussled hair. I mean, tussled beyond. Oh, I mean, he had a team Actually, of tusslers. His, yeah, his hair. Team was of tusslers working around the clock. Doing some curls. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I mean, that that's is, his that is prime, prime. Burt Lancaster. But Burt Lancaster, it's post Here to Eternity, Burt Lancaster, isn't it? No, I don't think so. Yeah. It's his third movie. I looked that up. I didn't see what the yeah, first two were. Yeah, this was really early in his career. Yeah. yeah. yeah it, he was very fresh-faced. Yes. <laughs> and again, tussled. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And so he was, he was, the, he was the deputy, and he was, he was, he was good, uh-huh. as, as opposed to evil. He was um, mostly lawful good. Yes, I would say yes. Yeah. Um, though he did, he did, he did sexily. Well, not sexily, but manfully take off his badge at one point. Yes. So that he could, so that he could, so he could punch people, lay a few into a guy. Yeah. Well, I thought that was pretty hot. It was hot. So I will, I will say, I will say sexily. You'll back up sexily. Okay. I was, I was unimpressed sexily. with the Burt Lancaster romance. I was really into the bromance that was going on. Yeah. yeah. See, on the other the side table. of the coin, we have, we have, we have Eddie Bendix and his. His, and his hedonistic life partner Johnny, Johnny. Um, who he has been with for a very long time, and as soon as uh, and as soon as he shows any interest in a girl, fifteen um, years, yeah, then then Johnny gets very very upset. You understand, yes. Yes. all in a purely you know, all in a purely heterosexual way, yes. without shirts. Um, yeah, no, there was only one shirtless scene, but it was still shirtless. There was a shirtless scene. Yeah. Yes. But lots of um, definitely, definitely lots of slapping between the two of them. Yes, there was a lot of slapping all the way around. This was a very yeah. slap happy, as it very, were, a, very, um, very sort of picture. Uh, so yeah, I haven't watched. I mean, I've watched a little bit of uh, of what do you call you know the guy with the hat, uh, <laughs> the guy with the hat. Uh, and the and the coat. 
Uh, you know, Casablanca, that guy. Oh, Humphrey uh, Bogart. Bogart. Oh. I've seen a couple Bogart pictures, <laughs> but... Uh, that, that's that's your knowledge of noir. I'm afraid so. Yeah. Which is not much, obviously. Yeah, um, yeah. this is pretty... It, it, this one's a pretty deep cut. As, oh, plainly, as, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, there, there were very few color noir pictures. They were... Mm. Just a handful of them. Well, I, mean, I would yeah. almost assume that they would issue that on purpose, you know? I mean, Just about. Yeah. I, I mean, the, 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 specifically, I mean, I mean, we've discussed this on the, the podcast before, but not in a long time, so it's worth revisiting well, for right, our listeners. Yes, all right. So, um, noir, kind of by the, the most strictest standard, is uh, an American melodrama mm-hmm. that happens between... That, that was made between a certain set of years. Which oh, is I like see. 19, I'd have to look up the years, but it's like 1941-ish to about 1958. Okay. And so, largely those melodramas, they were um, it, it made during wartime and afterwards, and they were large, there was a lot of crime dramas going on. There right. were a lot of stronger roles for women. The femme fatale came, became a trope. Sure. And um, so there's a certain unifying theme just of time frame and Americana that wraps it all yeah. together as noir. But other than that, they're they're vastly they can oh, be very vastly different movies. Well because they're oh so, sorry. So like um they, general and I themes. Were talking about yeah there are general themes that are continually revisited. There's a certain darkness and like uh uh not not pure good or pure bad, but a lot of Gray, or which sure, which sure. is also sure. reflected in the way the movies are shot, and yeah, right, like right. a lot of the the lighting choices are specific. And so, if you're wondering if something is a noir, look for vertical blind shadows. Yeah. Oh, sure. No, <laughs> no, I know that. Even yeah. I know that. But well, this movie stank on ice as far as that's concerned. Then because it was <laughs> no, because I don't was... know. I think there was quite a few like. There was some definite light play going on. No, 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 not light play, but as far actually, yeah, let me back it up. Um, this movie stank on ice as far as as far as gray areas were concerned, because you had a good guy and you had a bad guy. True. In a True. big old Star Wars ass way. But I, but I think um, a lot of the, the more noir elements come in, and like um, you you have the like the two main drivers of the plot are two women. That's you know, true. The, the, the mother and the daughter, mm-hmm. and the the mother is a business owner. Yeah, and uh, you know she's into not not seedy stuff, but she runs a casino. It's not right, the most right. upstanding. Well, career. there's this whole thing about them yeah. feeling like the rest of the town looks down on them for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and so there there's this drama between them because of you know kind of that element, but then it the, you know the crime. The, the crime element seeps in, and you know. Well, the it's, fact it's, it's very melodramatic. It's very oh, yeah. very much so. Well, yeah. The the dialogue was was yeah, fantastic. Was, and it was kind of what I expected, you know, from the the noir idea. Oh, it was yeah. very very clipped and very witty and very sort of hostile. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> and there was uh, some just beautiful little nuggets in there. Absolutely, yeah. So that so that, yeah, that was very noir in the way that I think of it. And uh, and you know, and there's, you know, gunshots and jealousy and people making bad decisions and this is all this is all good and noir. Oh yeah. But uh but yeah, but no, good guy and bad guy. Yeah, definitely. Well, um, I mean yes, but they were still playing with that. I mean, the bad guy was still the love interest. The mm-hmm. good guy was still not entirely good because because he, he took off his well, no, not not only really that, but like he's he actually went along with the mother's plan. No, he didn't. He for, no, 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 it. no, no, no. 
first of all, he was he was being <laughs> deceitful to both of the women. Because first he acted like he was going to go with the plan. Uh-huh. Then he turned around and explained the plan to the daughter. Yeah. Thus making both of the women mad at him. Like, that's not a typical, quote-unquote, good guy well, thing wasn't, to do. But, but it was still... But I think he, he was doing the right thing. What he felt but was, why? Like, I know. His motives... Well, well, I think it was because he because he respected the daughter. Yeah. That yeah. Like, I, I, think he, I think he got a little joy out of that, honestly. Well, I, I, think, I think he got joy out of turning the tables on Mary Astor. Right, but... I think that's where that was coming in. I, yeah. I think he's like... I, I but I mean, how... Know what you're... How morally is ethical is that, though? I was, and also, if you're comparing it because, to other westerns, because Mary Astor tried to sell her daughter to him, yeah. and he well, undercut it. That's perfectly that was... moral. What? <laughs> no, no, no. Him under, undercutting it, him oh. messing with her plan, is 100 percent moral. Right, but uh, I don't know. Maybe I just didn't like Burt Lancaster. Well, that's fine. And that's totally fair. I, yeah. I've been ruined by by yeah, sweet smell of success. <laughs> The only other movie I've seen Burt Lancaster in is uh, is Island of Doctor Moreau, um, which, is, which is baboon. No, it's not. <laughs> wait, wait, the Val Kilmer one? No, not the Val Kilmer no. one. There, there, was a, there was a '70s Island of Doctor Moreau, and, uh, and and it was like somebody somebody was like, "I dare you to make a version to make a movie about Beastman and have it be so dull, so dull." <laughs> One that started out with Richard Stanley and ended up with with Franco was not boring. Right, exactly. No, there's three <laughs> Island of Doctor Moros. There's three Island of Doctor Moros. There's Island of Lost Souls and 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 and, uh, and Brando, and then there's this one in the middle, and it's just just a snorefest. And so, yeah, uh, and, and then there's an Oingo Boingo song about it. There, there is. Listeners, we should explain. Matt, Matt, yeah, Matt's I'm wheelhouse. Here for thing. Yeah. is yeah. is uh, is monsters and kaiju and and all things awesome in yeah. that genre. Right. Yes. So I so feel, I feel like uh, we needed more giant monsters. I I uh, would yeah. have liked. You know, they were no, close to the fine. to the mushroom zone. They could have done something with that. No, there's not. Yeah, it's not dinosaur show. Giant Burt Lancaster. Ooh. Yeah, okay. but the hair. It, yeah. That much Dude, tussling that at that size would have just would have yeah. I mean, it would have been implausible to like. Well, no, it becomes tangled Medusa him. hair, you know, and then it like attacks people. He would be, and that's what I'm off. saying is that he would be undefeatable. It would be you. It would be. It Why would be, is that a bad thing? Because you have to defeat the monster. That's a thing. No, you don't. Don't <laughs> defeat Godzilla. Godzilla's the hero. You, you, well, depends on the era. Uh, I like the kaiju. Not, deep, I'm deep not gonna. Hole. Yeah, I, I could. I could easily <laughs> derail the whole thing, but I'm not going to. No, the that's my is, job. The point is, the point is, the, the other movie I saw, Lancaster, so boring. a factory, and yes. therefore there should have been mutagens in the water. <laughs> <laughs> so there easily couldn't have been monsters. The point is, the only other time I've seen Bert Lancaster, he was so dull. He was yeah. old and dull, yeah. and uh, so this was new. He was young and young kind and of dull. dull. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He is not dull in sweet spell of success. I no, no, no. no. That, anything but dull. No, oh, yeah, wow. lack of dull. Um, but this movie, I was, I don't think he was pushing himself. Well, I don't think so. Well, I, like and, I said, it was his third he was, movie. He was yeah, twelve and, years old at this point. Yeah, <laughs> he was young, and uh, he and was Mary Astor was was well worth the screen time, anyways. Well, yeah, and I, I don't think he was given much to do. No, he wasn't. No, I, I think. He was um, given he lots was, of punching. He was 
he was well used in that he was a smaller part and he needed to act manly. And uh, hey, he Lancaster that. could certainly act manly. Right, and, right. And, and you do believe that he could really punch John Odiak. <laughs> yeah, just rip it off. Rip, rip <laughs> that bod, go, badge off and just bam. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> John Odiak clearly had no muscle tone. That's, yeah, we were. Yeah, they they were. I, they made sure we knew that. Which is so interesting. I, I maybe he I, thought I, he I did. don't want to body shame anybody, but it's like, oh, this is one of those. Let's I, I look mean, at this guy with his shirt off. Yeah. So, it, so so much of this era of filmmaking, like from the forties through the fifties, um, it's not. It's not just a, it's like artifice of Hollywood. Yeah. You know, even if they're starting to explore like more real life themes in films, there's still the uh, haute couture, the, the beautiful clothing. <laughs> oh, yeah. And there's still Edith the perfect, Head! The perfect makeup, yes. Edith Head uh, outfits in this movie. Yeah. And, and then John Hodiak takes off his shirt and it's like, that, that's uh, a choice you made. Right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, people are, you know, Christ, I don't know. Is that have... supposed to mean... He didn't take it off. It was off when they started off. the sheet. Well, the I presume he had to take it off to have it be off. Edith had let him. But the point is, I mean, you know, I, he looked he looked better with a shirt off than I look with a shirt off. That's fine. And, and, but, and, and but, sure looked, but he was still yeah. kind of a little budgy, and, you know, why are we looking at this? Um, yeah, I mean, why are not? we supposed to I be impressed? Know. I don't know. Like, what do you, and, and like I said, it, it's if, if that had been in a 70s film, it'd be like, yeah, fine, whatever. No, no, no. See, it's, like, I think his shirt was off to enhance the bromance. Like, as that a clue into the underlying... Do you really Here's the thing. Yes! Why, why yes, I do, actually. Why okay. is John Hodiak without a shirt and, and his, Wendell and his, Corey And his, his artistic life partner. Because Wendell Corey is the actual person, quote-unquote. Right, because like, Eddie's, Eddie's, Eddie's the boy toy. No, I'm, I'm, that makes okay, sense to okay, me. I mean, like, he's the right. one with, he's the one that does all the, like, by the end of the movie, he's the one that does all the, the real stuff. Oh, he is, whatever, Benick. Yeah, he's, he's the, he's So, he's like, the it's, it's a metaphor thing. Yes. Oh, okay, fine. I'm, I'm good with it. It's it's just it's very disconcerting to see just as kind of a stylistic choice. It is, it is. Yeah, I, I get that. Everything yeah. else looks so yeah. good. Yeah. I was surprised. Well, I mean... On the whole, I'm puzzled by the casting of John Hodiak and Elizabeth Scott. It, okay. Overall, I'm I puzzled do, by her eyebrows. I'm puzzled by a, a lot. She's got that. She's got that. That sort of noir Angel Lansbury sort of sort of clipped accent that nobody has ever had. Sort of thing. Um, yeah. Here, here's the thing about. Okay. First of all, John Hodiak. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I, I do. I do. I will unpack this. Give me a second. Okay. Right. Excellent. Okay, so John Hodiak, um, not a name that most people recognize. No, like, no. even when they're super nerds of this era, usually not. He was one of the guys who, um, uh, like, all, at this point, this was, what, 1947? Yeah. And um, during wartime, he was the guy who started being cast in male lead roles when all the other male leads went to war. Oh, because, because that he, makes sense. He had uh, hypertension and, and, and couldn't, couldn't be enlisted. So he was like one of the few males left in Hollywood. 
well. So he, he got some choice roles and then and then after the war all the the male leads came back, you know, all macho and stuff, like I killed people for the good of America. Right. And uh, they started getting cast again and Hodiak's career was just kinda left in the dust. Wow. So um, this guy <laughs> and you kinda look at him in this movie and it's like he's supposed to be a romantic lead or yeah. at least played off as one for a while and have chemistry and stuff yeah and he doesn't no he, <laughs> he doesn't well, he just doesn't yeah no i mean the whole i mean oh because he's 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 obviously like like there's this thing at the end where he's revealed to be this giant bastard but it's not a real surprise because he no, seems like kind of a jerk the whole time he's kind of small and wormy but and yeah like Edith Head's trying to put him in like super wide suits that look like David Burnish. And I, so that's totally on purpose, I think. And, and I think so because I I think it's just like he. Well, because Edith Head can't can't and, do it wrong. Like. And, and Elizabeth, I'm gonna just Elizabeth. keep. I'm just no. I'm just gonna keep just, removing letters every okay. time I mention. <laughs> Um, Elizabeth, yeah, Elizabeth has to fall in love with him based purely on charm that just kind of isn't there. No, yeah, she charm that is not there, and and her between those two actors, there is like negative charisma. It's like I don't buy that would happen, and part of the problem with that is also Elizabeth Scott, who Elizabeth Scott was kind of. Um, Left in the wake of Barbara Stanwyck. Because, yeah, I was gonna because say Hollywood oh, okay. already had a Barbara Stanwyck. She wanted right. to Stanwyck really hard. Yeah, and so she had that, that super smoky voice that, yeah. that she was working hard and and uh, that the continually stoned looking eyes. Uh huh. And um, so she was, was she was trying to do Barbara Stanwyck. Well, that's I think she naturally no, that was could of that type. Oh, okay. And, she wasn't but, trying, but yeah. she was a second-rate one, nevertheless. Yeah, so it's like when you couldn't afford Barbara Stanwyck, you got Elizabeth Scott. You got Zabeth Scott. Zabeth. And so um, the other problem is, um, so she's back from school. She's supposed to be like this nubile little 19-year-old. And you're looking at her, and it's like, she's damn, 30. Bro, you're 35. Exactly. She was actually 25. Was she really? But... It's like you, you see her in close up. It's, like, it's, mm, it's because her yeah, eyebrows didn't match her hair. You, that it's that, and like you can see like the the, the creases around her. See, mouth I think somebody had work done. It, it's possible. It's possible. Like I immediately, but, that was my thing. Was like, oh, they just started shooting like a week too early after her surgery <laughs> because she had like the puffy like, and I don't know. I'm yeah. just making stuff up. Well, but, but she also like, had this. Sorry, go ahead. But she actually was like 25 years old when she did this movie. Yeah, so it's. But she like, was also playing. Enough, right? I mean, all yeah, all, yeah. all all question of her of her appearance aside, she was sort of she, she was sort of going for this. She doesn't have the type. She does. She's going for the worldly noir heroine sort of thing, yeah, and that's not nineteen. That is not nineteen, and that is not what this role yeah. is. Right. And so I've seen her used in other movies where she is the femme fatale. That works. Right. It yeah. Works fine. Right. But here it just doesn't. And so these two. You know, quote, romantic leads are like, like they have plots disease and they have to kiss. But it's well, like, oh, that doesn't. Part work. of the problem was her character's entire motivation was doing exactly the opposite of what anyone told her to do. Well, like a lot of nineteen-year-olds. Right, but I mean, Fair. like, but but in order everything. to everything off, you actually have to look and act like a nineteen-year-old, and you know, kind of fill that that expectation of you know you have to to read as a young inexperienced yeah, as a bratty yeah yeah teenager or you know somebody just barely out of their teen years and she does not no she really doesn't she really doesn't 
So yeah. I think that's like the major problem with this movie. Yeah, and because she, of course, is absolutely the center of it. Yeah, because every time those two were off the screen, I was loving it. Because it's like, Burt Lancaster and Wendell Corey means well, Celia. I don't know. I kind of liked her when she was alone and enclosed. Yeah, well, because that was No, but Edith that Head. was because of Edith Head. That was Edith Head's magic. Tacticolor skirt. Yeah. That, awesome. That, that skirt that was, a quality that was skirt. on screen for like four seconds. It was not. Stripes yeah. on board. Yeah. Totally on board. Yeah. Yeah. And that kind of lime pastel greenish mm-hmm. suit thing, that was all, all good. And Anytime Mary Ascot's, anybody, Mary any, Astor stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anytime a woman had a coat yes. on board. Um, also, the cars. AC yes, the cars Packers. Good cars. Packers. Yes. In, in glorious Technicolor. It was yeah. beautiful. Yeah, I did say at the beginning that this was a noir western, and it wasn't really, because it was cars. and But it was in the dust. There were horses. There were horses at some points, yes. I mean, that's the was kind, kind of, of as noir-y noir western get. Well, here's the thing. It's the, the, it is a kind of a noir western, like, even though it's modern day, in that it's it's... It's got a lot of the same elements. You've got the the saloon owner in town. Yeah, you've got that's true. The, that's you know, true. they're kind of out on the you know quote frontier, but you know, kind of a way. Yeah, right. You got, you got the lawman, and you got the yeah, and you've got the, the gamblers, and yeah, and you've yeah. got the 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 outsider feel for yeah. for the main characters trying to fit in. The yeah. town, being the two women. The town it was set in was called Chuckawalla, which yes. is yeah. a Chuckawalla. That... A Chuckawalla is a is a is a desert lizard of the oh of is the, it. It is. Um, a chuck wallet. A chuck wallet is. Yeah, it's kind of a small, fat desert lizard. And uh, and it's just called Chuck Walla. And so this town was named by an Italian talking about the lizard, <laughs> I guess. A chuck wallet. Uh, but uh, See, I thought it was a reference. An extra thing. Do you remember in Johnny Guitar? Yeah. Is it, there's that place and that game. No, that, that wasn't Johnny Guitar. That was Rancho Notorious. Thank you. Chuck a <laughs> That's I thought they were referencing Chuckaluck. No. Chuckaluck. <laughs> so well, every that, time that they said Chuckwalla, I was like Chuckaluck. No. <laughs> no, no, Wait. kind of a kind of a foot long sort of fat lizard in the desert. Sorry. Yeah. I like lizards. I like lizards so too. I'm very have... into lizards. That's how I know what okay, Chuckwalla is. Okay, so I want a movie called <laughs> Chuckwalla Chuckaluck. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we can oh, sell this. Oh, oh, and 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 with the factory, we can have. The Chuckwallas oh. turn into giant Chuckwallas, yeah, yes. and and then clown on this, you yeah, know, Harry house it onto the this screen. Is much better, and like, yeah. Well, this... just giant heel monster them onto the screen. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, um, yeah, no, I'm for that. Absolutely, uh, that's a better. But movie they can't eat the cars. Why not? Because they're good cars. They yeah, because they're, they're good cars. cars. They can they're squish good. the Model T that All drove through. All these cars, they don't exist anymore. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So that would explain why they never fixed the bridge. Stuff. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Maybe the the monster just kept coming out at night and just eating that part of the bridge. Yeah, the yeah, ending was. The so ending they have, was they would have to come and repair it again, and that was like more food. Yeah, yeah. I think the the end. I blame on Hayes Code. Okay. No. I. There was a lot of Hayes Code, and there were a lot of perfectly better endings than that one. Yeah, it, I think. Oh. This was based on a book, so it could be uh, ending, and they just didn't sell it well. I mean, they, oh, they, sure. there's there's so much. Okay, there there are some parts of the script that really work well, and some that are really awkward, and right. they're kind of half and half. And I feel like the the, the book might be it the just kind of ran out. 
Yeah, it totally. Okay, now we have to end it. So now all this stuff happens. And yeah, yeah. Uh, they're all going to be okay. Fine. Okay. Well, yeah. there's apparently uh, three writers credited. Yeah. Okay. Robert yeah. Rossin for the screenplay, Ramona Stewart for the novel, uh-huh. and A.I. Bezerides? Bezerides? I don't know. Okay. He's uncredited. Yeah, mm. since I hadn't seen this movie before, I didn't he's, look up a whole lot he's of He's got a... So. He did Kiss Me Deadly. And the Big Valley. I knew I'd seen that name before. I just couldn't place it. Now, speaking of people that it was like, oh, that guy, that guy. What that guy? guy? Wendell Corey. Yes. He played Johnny. Oh, yes. Rear Window. Oh, no kidding. He's okay. He's detective in Rear, Rear yeah. Window. Oh, all right. Very good. And he's in a bunch of other stuff, uh, including <laughs> Women of the Prehistoric Planet. Hell, yes. And Astro Zombies. Oh, man. Man. Right? Yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but Ooh. mostly I know him from Rear Window. Yeah, fair enough. Because Astro <laughs> is really pretty terrible. No, it sure is. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. That, oh, there's so much driving in that movie. Yeah. Without any anything happening. Any super good reason driving. for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. So let's see. Furious <laughs> Desert Times. No, that wasn't what was good. Desert Fury. Desert Fury. Um, yes. So, uh, Mary Astor, of course, the uh, great uh, silent screen actress who had hundreds and hundreds of credits to her name. By oh, this God, time. I love her. Yeah, I saw her name and I was like, yes! Yeah, so um, I think most people would have seen her in either uh, Meet Me in St. Louis uh-huh. or um, Maltese Falcon. Yep. Yeah. Oh, sure. But... She, you know, by this time, I think she only did like five movies in the 1940s. Yeah. Her her career was mostly dead by then. Okay. But, um, God, I I just love seeing her at this age because she's such a She's really good, yeah. Grassy, older lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, go Mary Astor. I want more of that. She was kind of the most believable person of all. Oh, she totally was. And, like, I felt her, like, she had consequences to her yeah. emotions yeah, and yeah. like you could see internal thoughts happening yeah, yeah. oh absolutely like yeah. oh crap i just alienated my daughter but i also want her to go away because she needs to grow up but i don't want her you know and like mm-hmm. you could see conflict sure. which very few other characters uh inwardly no no not in this film expressed. no not a one yeah. um yeah and and uh She's and so oh, fun to watch. So like, and, and you know, she has, she has her character has this lived-in feel too. Yes, like it, it's just this. Into, even though she's kind of a, she's not, she's not playing an archetype. No, she's um, a very fully realized character and, and a very get, good you, actor. You get her very quickly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, like when she was sitting down and just playing cards angrily, oh yeah, smoking a cigarette. Yeah. It's like, Oh my god, it's my grandma. Well, then she takes her glasses off. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, shit's getting real now. She took off the glasses. Yeah. You know, and yeah. we were we were talking in the car, the three of us, on the way back, before we were recording, <laughs> yes. ab- about our headcanon for this movie. Yes. Uh, yes. We, we have quite a headcanon yeah. in this movie. So, it got weird. <laughs> it always does. Yeah. Um, so, so we want her yeah. and Joan Crawford from Johnny Guitar yes. with her Scotchgard wardrobe. Yes. Your superpower of Scotchgard. Yes. yes. And Mercedes McCambridge. Mac- 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 not Mercedes McDab. Yeah. Mercedes McCambridge with the 
eyes. Yeah, yeah, with her crazy eyes. Yes. And Angela Lansbury. Yes. And we're going to take them and we're going to reshoot the Golden Girls. Yes. With them. Yes. And it will be awesome. Yes. And then they can all come out guns blazing and fight the giant chukwala. The giant chukwala, yeah. I, I like this even better. See? Yes. See? Yes. That's my, that that is the Desert Fury. I will call it. Yeah, see, we'll it's call a special, it Mad Max Desert Fury. It's a special sort of Ooh. movie that makes you write a different movie. <laughs> a completely different. A completely movie. different movie. Yeah. <laughs> Not the first one I've seen like that did that, but yeah, this is. This is um, yeah, I mean, I was, I was, I don't know, I was, I, 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 I thought it was fun. I, yeah, I, I, I laughed. didn't watch a lot of. I haven't, you know, I haven't watched a lot of this genre, and you know, and I've seen every single Godzilla movie ever made, you know, three times. So, yes. so I'm uh, at least so, so I'm not comfortable judging other people's things, but. <laughs> uh, um, well, you can. Well, then there was a certain joy watching that movie in a theater. Yes. Other yeah, because people were laughing. And, and like, I yeah. loved, to, like, a couple times when the slaps went off and people behind us were like, ooh. Yeah. Like, or like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was the, what was the, there was, what, there was what, one part where everybody in the audience was like, oh, did, shit went bad. Or, some, or what, what was, was it? it? Was, was it, it like, the get in the car part? No, I thought, it wasn't it, wasn't it the, uh, it was the part where, uh, where she, where she's, she's agreed to marry him, and they're driving off, and he's turning, and he's becoming a more obvious bastard. I think this was the part, and and uh, and she makes some uh, some reference to uh, to well, I wouldn't like to be left on the side of the road. And oh yeah, and, and he says, and he says, well, you keep that in mind. And, and oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, the the moment when Mary Astor reveals that she'd also been yeah, that yeah, was yeah, pretty yeah. cool. It's like, Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, all... and then you see the three of them on screen, and it's like. How do those ages work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I for a while thought the reveal was going to be that he was her dad. Yeah, see, I thought that, that as well. That would have been awesome. And I like, that, that would, as well. That would have been like Douglas see, Sirk level. Because everybody was like, oh, she looks so much like your, like your dead wife. I was right. like, what if Mary Astor stole her? Yeah. And she was like his kid? Yeah, I And like to well. try and get him to come live with her after well, she I actually killed it the twice. wife? Right. At first I thought she was the dead wife's daughter. And then... I thought that, and, and then that kind of went away. And then at the very end, I thought that he was her dad right. by Mary Astor. So t- yeah. twice I thought maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. maybe Bendix was was happen. was was her dad some way or the other, and it was not true. Um, kind of disappointed, and it would have been weird. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, very weird. Yeah. So. Almost I, as I weird like, as the kiss between Mary Astor and her at the end. I want to kiss, mother. Oh, that mm. that so, was that, that was, was a strange kiss. So what's going on with so? Which brings us to what's going on with uh, with uh, the bromance? with yeah with Eddie and and, <laughs> and Johnny and and Johnny. Yeah. I mean, are we? No. I mean, are we? Fifteen years. There is definite yeah. haze code subtext for I mean, it. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm. I mean, in 2017, it's the most it's it's the gayest it's the gayest boat ride I've ever seen in my life. But uh, <laughs> but at the time that this was made, I mean, could they even well, have they had it out, in mind? They could never outright say no. Of course not. Never in a million years. And um, yeah. But did they I, I mean to? Did they mean they to? Seeing, I don't know. And I don't know either. That's the thing. I mean, this 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 script is at times so heavy handed, but also kind of cool. plausible deniability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some things like this were. Uh, it, a pipe is just a pipe, you know? Well, and right, that, I but, know. And, and this one, I don't know. I don't know. Because, um, like, at least with 
uh, something like uh, the Maltese Falcon when you're looking at the Peter Lorre character, they're obviously thrown yeah. in. Yeah. Thrown in clues because it's like gardenia and <laughs> and the thing with the cane and yeah. The, and it's like, mm, yeah, no, yeah right. that, the gay things. Happen. But like this right. one, like but it was almost too dead bush. Yeah, it's but it's, because he was like he yeah. bought my he bought my egg and ham. He bought, yeah, and then I went home with him. Yeah, right. yeah. Like I right. I went home with him. Like, like literally, I, I, it's, it's almost. Like, I think you're a rental boy. Yeah. 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 Interesting. So, I'm I'm of two minds with that. I mean, I I'm I'm starting to come around to see. Yeah, I think maybe maybe yeah. it wasn't. Yeah, and Johnny's definitely jealous. Of, yeah, definitely je- jealous of Abeth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It might have been an unrequited situation. It could be, or could like be. a I'm not really gay, but I'm going to do this for money slash protection kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, because that does happen. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but Johnny was definitely into. Into, d- yeah, Benick. Right, like he he yeah. wanted Benick. Yeah. So that part at least I believe is a thing. I just I, don't know what if it went. Yeah, I'm ways. inclined to agree. Yeah, it's strange. Yeah. But I'm inclined to agree. Although, if you're gonna pick up a boy toy, would you? Why just wait? Did no. Well, maybe well, I don't he know. He was cuter when he was younger. It's been he might have been. Yeah, he might have been. He might have been letting himself go. I know. It could be. I mean, could be. I mean, it, it explains why he's outside without a shirt on, trying to get a tan. Yes, yeah. indeed. He's he's trying he's to get. Gotta, he's got to keep that. Well, he's got to keep that line. Yeah. yeah Doesn't yeah, Johnny say he's reeling. been sick? Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Hmm. Oh, what All was right. that thing with Mary Astor and her lungs? That came out of nowhere. Yeah, that really did. <laughs> it's like it's sweet behind me said, "Well, stop smoking." Yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. Like we needed an excuse for her to have to live in the desert. Maybe like, she has I, a very nice house in the desert. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, because otherwise, why wouldn't she have just stayed in New York? Her lungs, like, apparently. Yeah, that's like it was like. Well, I mean, I remember being in New York City in the early '80s when I was young, and um, like I was only there for a few days, and I couldn't breathe. Yeah. The the huh. pollution in New York City until Is a the Clean Air Act was extraordinarily bad yeah. okay it was just the the industry and car exhaust and everything was just you'd, you'd hack up a lung okay um right. so i mean i i could see it um yeah, that's one of the things we keep forgetting these days is how bad the air was in these really densely populated areas sure from until, the 19th century yeah until like late 80s yeah right you, you'd have smog warnings right huh. and um, I, I, I mean, just recently the, the movie The Nice Guys came out, and uh, that's a movie that, one of the very few movies I've ever seen that looks back on that and addresses it. Oh, no kidding. Because it's set in the 70s, and it's, um, I, I mean, it's, it's the, the plot line is about something completely different, but sure. when you see the outdoors, you can see the smog hanging over Los Angeles. Oh, and sure. Can, and they talk about how bad the air quality is and and it's like i remember it's real. that yeah yeah that that thing was real and and oh, by the way dear listeners the nice guys very good movie you yes watch it um hmm but yeah so i can totally see mary astor moving out into the desert if uh she couldn't handle new york city air because my other thought was divorce could be i mean they say he he died mm-hmm. but i mean maybe i don't know I um 
Yeah, six and one half dozen of the other. Yeah. I, I think... I mean, because Nevada... Because in the women... Yeah. Like, in that movie, the whole thing was you go to Reno to get to wait for your divorce to come through. Yeah. Well, so, like, yeah. I... Yeah, I have associations, apparently. It's the, sure. Well, well, Reno, you could get married really... It's kind of like Vegas. You can get married right. real fast. You can get divorced real fast. Right. <laughs> yeah. That, that was a Reno thing. I remember Reno in the 70s. Ah. <sighs> yeah, back, back before... Vegas and Nevada in general was a really different place before, like, the 1990s. Yeah. Back when... Back before Vegas retooled itself as like a family playtime land, right? And we're we're considering this this would be like a super super teeny tiny Nevada town, oh, yeah, right? Yeah. This yeah, is yeah. this is totally but gambling's water. still legal, yeah. So they're like, oh well, why not? We'll just set up here and yeah, yeah. And it's it's super easy to do that in in Nevada, or at least it was at the time, right? Right. So. So, Desert Fury. Yes. Furious. What else have we got? Desert. I, 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 uh, I, I more guess. cars. I more want cars. more cars. The cars more were nice. Cars. More cars. And yeah. the car chase. Car chase, I appreciate There was a car I, chase. I wanted, uh, when they ran through the dirt, I wanted somebody to actually be affected by the fact that they ran through dirt and, and oh, yeah. crap on the road at the end. Um, and, and one of my favorite ridiculous tropes of tires squealing in dirt. Yes. <laughs> well, yep. they're, you that's know, one of my favorites. They're turning yep. very quickly. Yep. 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 Uh, horrible police siren. Glad those got updated. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because, yeah, it just sounds sad at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Even the police siren is just depressed. It's just not into it. <laughs> did they literally walk off into the sunset together? Yes, they did. Yep. Okay. Well, yes. it's Technicolor, so everything has to be sunset. Yeah, I suppose. There were a lot of parts where I really needed the organist to calm down. Um, I mean, it wasn't constant, but there were whole scenes where it was just organ all the time, constant organist. Yeah, and, Mi- and uh... Miklos Rosa was really working it. Okay, yeah. yeah. And it was um, nuts. So, so Miklos Rosa, a wonderful uh, a film composer, just sure. did amazing work, but... By God, they overused the music. Yeah, just, yeah, it was, just let it be quiet, yeah, we're dudes. Fine now. Well, yeah. at least I knew when they were going to kiss. Yeah. Because yeah. that's when the violins came in. Yep. That's true. It, and it, it... Oh, Jesus. Yeah, the, the, the score goes up into the sweeping romantic theme, and it's like, dude, no, that's not what's what happening on screen. That's yeah. Just, that just looks like Stockholm Syndrome. Or <laughs> yeah. yeah. That doesn't look right. No. Right. No, that... Um, so, yeah, they just didn't, yeah. yeah. So, dear listeners, we had issues with this movie. Yeah, not, <laughs> not our favorite. Not our favorite. It was fun. I, it was good for a laugh. I do recommend tracking it down if you've gotten this far and haven't watched it yet. I do recommend watching it because there is an amazing kind of car wreck quality to Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. A kind I, of, I, I, car wreck quality, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, yeah. The, the, um... We haven't spoiled I, the I, end yet. I really wanted to. Um, I wanted Allie here because I'm very sad okay. that Allie uh, this week had an organ removed, so she is recovering. Um, so good for Allie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Recovering. Yes. Important. Recovering for Allie. is wonderful, and um, we didn't want to drag her out of the house and like no. uh, you know rupture another organ. Right. But. Um, she would have loved this. <laughs> yeah. She would have she would have been like, What? <laughs> and really enjoyed herself. 
I, yeah, this is this, if you like trashy soap opera, this one works it real hard. It was, yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah. fun. And and the dialogue is there is some real gems in there. So. <laughs> like the, it's worth watching. I think. What was the picking up? They were picking up the house and like. Oh God! Oh that that oh, that, that, that particular just... exchange was was quite interesting. Oh my God! Because it was like. They look at the bed and they talk about his sleeping habits. Yeah, and like, that's right. Yes, yeah, that was weird. That was so weird. And then, like one time, he's coming out of one bedroom in the house, and then another mm-hmm. time he's coming out of a different bedroom. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, so there's another quote that's there a, for the bromance. That is a good catch. Yeah. I just woke up and Kim's down from the upstairs. Right. What he just said is yeah. Bedroom is right there downstairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Depends on who's in the bed, I guess. Maybe it rotates beds. I don't that know. To be, like, yes. You know, this one's Monday. Well, we don't even <laughs> know that there was a bed up there, honestly. Well, that's well, true. Maybe there was like a day bed. It was for napping. I don't know. <laughs> That's not where my brain went, but okay. I totally dug the big circular window. In yes, in our room. Oh, no, it was cool with no with no glass in it, but you know you can't do that in movies in those days. Yeah. Um, I, but that big circular window, I'm all about. How yeah. many times did she run to that thing? It was cool. I, it was. I would run to it all the time. It was a good and window, man. It was man. always in different skirts, and I loved it. I know. <laughs> Edith Head has amazing tailoring on her skirts. Yeah, she knows how to pull the A line just right yeah. to accentuate your hips. Yeah, nope. just yeah. right. Because not everybody can do that. There's there's a reason why Edith Head is a legend. Oh God, I love Edith Head. I'm just gonna sit here and imagine clothes now. <laughs> our happy space. We found our happy space. Yes. Cars and clothes. Right. Hooray! Wearing clothes in cars. Giant Chuck Wallers. <laughs> Wearing cars with clothes. So, final thoughts. Yes. Final thoughts. Um. Um. Any final thoughts, Tanya? I think we're petering out. Yeah, well, all my headcanon is just going to keep me... I'm going to remember the headcanon more than I remember the movie, I think. Yes. And, uh, all right. Matt, uh, do you have anything to plug? Two stars points? out of five would not bang. <laughs> um, no, I would bang Mary Astor. Um, the, uh... Oh, yeah, I'm in... I'm in Go look at Reverend Matt's Monster Science. That's my thing. Yes. Um, that's that's a website, and uh, it'll tell you about all my other things. So thank you very much for that. But yes, no, I had fun. I had fun, but it was dumb. <laughs> Mel- <laughs> Melissa? Um, I will just lay one bit of trivia. One last final bomb of trivia. John Hodiak was married to Ann Baxter. <gasps> Where was Ann Baxter in this movie? Nice. I needed yeah. her. Right? He also died young because, you know, hypertension. Right. So anyway, he, he died while shaving. The, 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 the what? stereotypical, he died while shaving or like he cut himself shaving and died. That's he him. He died while shaving. That's what he, he, he didn't necessarily cut, he probably cut himself, but right. yeah, he was like, <gasps> gone. Jeez. Wow. While shaving. Rough. Huh. So anyway, uh, on that note, dear listeners. <laughs> Melissa's token tragic death. <laughs> I found the tragic death in all this. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, dear listeners, for joining us. Thank Real you. Real Education Noir. Thank I you for been, having me. I have been Melissa, and I have been joined by... Uh, oh, you, 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 somebody, somebody. By Matt Kesson. Thank you so much for having yes. me. Add me. Time Bye. <laughs> oh, that was a mess. Dear uh, <laughs> listeners, join us in a couple weeks when we you for an episode about Chinatown. Dun, dun, dun. Which is a better movie, I guarantee it. <laughs>
Yes, it is. It is. It really is. We'll see you next time on a noir education. Thank you for joining us for a real education noir. New episodes arrive on the 7th and 21st of every month. You can find our podcasts and social media feeds on our website at realedunoir.com. Special thanks to Tim Wick, Jeffrey Brown, and Chad Dutton for our theme music. If you like our show, you might also like our parent podcast, A Real Education, which discusses all genres of film. You can find it on the web at realedu.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time. I ought to give you a ticket for that. It'd be worth it. The way they jumped, like two hens. You might have killed them. It was self-defense. They were throwing knives at me. They're still one sticking in your back.